Hey guys, welcome to Life Check 1-2. This is your host, Anquinette. And your host, Ariana. On this episode named Homecoming 2020, we're going to be discussing Ariana's journey about leaving Wisconsin and headed down to Louisiana at 19 years old. <laughs> Y'all like my fake accent? <laughs> it was so terrible. Um, and, you know, her leaving Wisconsin at 19 and living down there for eight years on her journey back. And then on the second part of the episode, we'll discuss my journey of staying here. So, tell us, what made you go down to Louisiana? What made you leave your best friend in the whole world? Oh, dang. Adult. <laughs> Jeez. Well, um, my mom likes to tell everybody that we left so that I can go to Southern. Mm-hmm. But... That actually isn't the truth. <laughs> um, I can see it going now. down to. Lu- I know you see her. I'm seeing that picture. Her. She's like, y'all, y'all moved down. Ariana went to Southern. Oh, I, Ariana brought, brought, like, dragged me down here. Like what? <laughs> okay, mom. But actually, it was always part of the plan because New Orleans was my grandma's favorite city, mm-hmm. and so her and my grandmother talked about moving down there. When I turned 12. Okay. I mean, I like to think of myself as a genius, <laughs> but I'm not going to Southern at 12 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, but um, we went down to visit in 2012, and I was just like, Ma, let's just do it. Like, let's just move, and made it happen. Nice. So, Ariana moved down there, like, a couple months after, like, I had my first child, y'all. I was so sad that she left, but I was also happy for her because it, you know, gave her a chance to experience something different and gave your girl a chance to visit down south a lot. Yes. Like, we... Every year. (laughs) Literally your birthday every year. (laughs) First of all, we don't see Jayco, like, what, 10 times in New Orleans? 10 times. Like, the jazz festival... The Smoothie King got, like... Yeah. Every time J. Cole is in New Orleans, where can you find Anquinette and Ariana? A concert. <laughs> For sure. Do you remember that one year we went, and it was, like, a pregnant girl in front of us? Yeah. And I felt so bad, because she... You know, in concerts, like, people sit during the intro acts, but then... Everybody get the standing and... I mean, hey, I don't blame her. I feel like I would be at a J. Cole. I would not. I missed show. out on Beyonce when I was pregnant. Nine months pregnant. Oh. No. I don't know. I ain't never been pregnant. <laughs> anyway. I don't know what that's like. I might not be going nowhere. <laughs> For, you don't want to. <laughs> let me tell you. Anyway, so can you tell us a little bit of the difference between the North and the South? Like the food, the hospitality, the racism. <laughs> Is it slower? Uh, Yeah. The hospitality really is different. Yeah. From up I'll here figure. to down there. <laughs> Up here, we're just, we're just to ourselves, okay? We just mind our business. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But we, we just, I don't know, like, we have a fear of talking to people up here. It's weird. But down there, I mean, you're saying hi to everybody. Yeah. Literally, like, yeah. they just, they're so nice down there. They hey really baby. are. Hey, baby. Is that what they say? Hey, baby. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to attempt that. <laughs> but, yes, that is what they say. Y'all, that was my New Orleans accent. <laughs> 
Yeah, like they call, they literally call everybody baby Babies. down there. Oh, and I, I love when it. When I first got down there, I was like, um, hold up. I'm not your baby. Calm down. You can just say hi. <laughs> but, you That's know, it's just, yeah, it's just what they do, so. You're right, because when I'm down there, I don't mind them calling me baby, but let me be on the phone, and they like, sweetheart. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm not your sweetheart. Yeah. yeah, it was just something to, like, get adjusted to, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yes. And then, as far as, like, the racism, you don't see really too many, like, Confederate flags up here. No. Um, Thank God. Yeah. But down there, driving from, like, parish to parish, you can... It's like you you're more prone to you know see it. See it. Yeah. And for those who don't know, in Louisiana, I think that's the only state that goes by parish, right? It's the same as like a county. So like you know how we have Waukesha County, Milwaukee County, they have parishes. So that's what she means when she say go to parish parish. Um definitely like um I think when I came down there and visited once and we did a plantation tour and our plantation guide lived like right behind the plantation and me and Hannah looked at her like, you okay with that? She's like, yeah, I've been living here my whole life. I'm like, ah, that would bother me. Yeah. I want to go burn it down. <laughs> and she was just like, it was just everyday normal, you know. Yeah, they're really, this is one thing that my mom loves to brag about them about yeah. is that they are really into their history yeah like they can tell you the history of louisiana yeah which is great you know right. what i mean because that means that you're proud about your state and you're mm-hmm. proud about you know sharing that knowledge with other people right and history is interesting and you know exactly. so it's nice to learn about that but yeah they they know they stuff down there yeah they ask us about something about wisconsin <laughs> milwaukee to be exact uh-huh. i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't i, wouldn't, I don't know i don't know i don't know I don't look up at 6th Street. Right. So, I don't know. But, um, so, tell us about the food, girl. Like, you know, down south, it's known to have good food. So, tell us about the food. The food is amazing. Yes. I mean, you know, you hear about it all the time. People travel down there just for the food. Yeah. Um, but the difference between, like, down there and up here... They really have, like, staples. Like, they have gumbo, mm-hmm. you know, red beans and rice, all that stuff. Seafood. We, yeah, they're really known for seafood, too. They go off. Yes. Go off <laughs> in the cooking department yes, down there. Yes, y'all. Um, but, like, up here, we really don't have no staples. Like, we got we cheese curds. Cheese curds. <laughs> and people travel up here for cheese curds because don't play cheese curds. They are good. Oh, but we, that's all we have is Right. Like, it's not a meal. Curds. It's not a meal at all. What? <laughs> what? No. But yeah, the food is amazing down there. Even at Cafe Du um, Oh yeah. The... Yes, you sound perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my speaking skills. Look, <laughs> my speaking skills is be a little off sometimes. But um, even like the Bengays there. Bengays. Look. I told y'all what it was. Don't judge me, okay? Um, I have a college degree, believe it or not. 
Um, but like that's good. We had some Mexican food down there once. That was bomb. And like to be a hundred percent honest, the food that like was the least tastiest but still bomb was at uh, one of the more popular restaurants. When you go to like the mom and pop places, like they fooled me. Oh my god. Yeah, they don't play. They don't play at all. At all. And I'm a picky eater. You are. And I, you are. Oh, my God. And you literally enjoyed everything that you have tasted down there. Guys, That's crazy. I just need to eat down here. And I feel like you don't get, like, your everyday options. You know what I no, mean? No, like, I'll go down there and yeah, explore, y'all. Right. I'll go down there and oh explore. And everything always good. Always good. So... I can vouch that the food is much better yeah. down there. We getting up there. We getting up there. I mean, you know. We getting up there, but it yeah. still ain't got nothing down there. Like, nothing down there. Mm-hmm. Even the Mexican food is good down there. Don't ask us why we went to a Mexican restaurant, but it was good. It was good. What? Yes. Our Mexican restaurants be popping. I do. I do like our Mexican restaurants. They be good. They be good. Mm-hmm. They be good. Mm-hmm. So tell us where. Well, I feel like a lot of people, or maybe not a lot of people, when they come back home, they always feel like a sense of disappointment or failure for coming back. Did you have any of like those feelings coming back home? No, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. I um, I'm really excited to be back home. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like Milwaukee is growing mm-hmm. steadily. And we're just, to me, just, you know, like, becoming a dope city. Yeah. Like, I'm really, I'm geeked to experience this. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we definitely making some upgrades around here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they trying to gentrify <laughs> I mean that's everywhere we go. Yeah, which is kind of sad to hear, but yes. you know, I do feel like we are trying to bring the city some goodness mm-hmm. here, and yeah, yeah, definitely, and bring more people here too, just to experience it. Like yeah, Milwaukee trying to <laughs> Milwaukee trying to get on the map, y'all, and I'm here for it, yes. and I am here to help in any way that I. And guess nobody is mad at that. <laughs> um, so do you feel like you made some like lifelong friends down there or like do you feel like eight years was just wasted? How did you even network? Let me tell you how many years was wasted. No, I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I definitely feel like I made some lifelong friends. Yeah. Um, I love my people down there. Yeah, miss them terribly. Um, I know that I have like one, one super good friend. If nothing else, like right. that will rock with me to till the end. Like, right. So yeah, I definitely. I don't know. Like I really enjoyed my time down there because I feel like I, I grew a lot, mm-hmm. and I, you know, experienced different types of people, and you know, developed some really, really healthy relationships yeah you know what i mean and healthy habits too yeah so yeah Yeah. and as far as networking um i worked with a lot of people who were my age yeah so 
that wasn't a problem to like find friends and then i was also heavily involved in the church so mm-hmm. you know finding people through there yeah um was also a way that i met people yeah cool so just your personal opinion but um lately maybe because i knew we were going to talk about this i've been seeing a lot of people on facebook talking about like i can't wait to leave here and to start fresh and you know like basically leaving this their problems here or whatever mm-hmm. do you feel like it's important for someone to leave their home or like you know at least once what's your when you see that what's your i mean i definitely like can relate to them yeah for sure everybody can. right um but i think that not everybody necessarily has to go through that journey mm-hmm. for me i did to appreciate where I really came from, my city, coming back home and everything. Like, I had to leave and remove myself from that environment so that I can see that the environment really wasn't, you know, it really Mm -hmm. wasn't that bad. We do have things to offer people. Mm -hmm. People just have to go out there and get it. Mm -hmm. Or, you know what I mean? Or, like, even create it. You know what I mean? Um, But, yeah, I mean, I feel like if that's what somebody wants to do, I mean... Go do it, you know? Yeah. It's a it's a learning lesson. Yeah. What? It's a life <laughs> lesson. <laughs> I'm not the only one with speech you, problems. <laughs> all lessons are learning, duh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a life lesson that, yeah. you know, needs to be learned. And I feel like, you know, if somebody wants to do it, I, I would encourage them. Yeah. To do Absolutely. it at least once. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So... We took how many hours? Fifteen. Fifteen hours, y'all. Fifteen. Through a fucking tsunami in Illinois. Did y'all know Illinois has tsunamis? Because we didn't know. <laughs> so we had to drive through it. Um, so, fifteen hours back home. Yes. What prompt you? <laughs> yes, prompt. You to come all the way back to Wisconsin. Oh, where do I start? No. <laughs> um, you know, life. <laughs> things happen, you know. Don't they? Uh, so, yeah. Life happens, and now I'm back here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. we will talk about that later <laughs> in other episodes. But, yeah. And low-key, I'm happy that it happened. Yeah. Ooh, come through with the word. You know, I mean, yes, yeah. and I think it also gave you an opportunity to revisit your passions and dreams and goals. Absolutely. And I, like, yeah, it, it kind of, like, brought something new mm-hmm. to my life, too. You know what I mean? So yeah. now I came home, and I'm about to open up a business, and I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. You know, like giving back to my community. You know, just being a part of the economic growth here, mm-hmm. the creative growth. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So it's just I'm excited. Like I can't be. I mean, I can't be mad, but I. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I get over it once I think about what I'm about to do. 
exactly. You know. And that's how it should be. We got goals to reach and money to make. Okay. So, guys, that's the end of our first segment here. We're going to have a word from our sponsors. After we get back from this quick sponsor break, we're going to be discussing my journey living here in Wisconsin my whole life. So, make sure y'all stay tuned. All right, y'all, welcome back. So now the tables are about to turn, and I'm about to ask Anquanette a few questions about staying home while I was gone. Yes. So, Anqua, have you ever wanted to leave this wonderful state of Wisconsin? Absolutely. Like, I feel as though most people, when they start going through hard times or, like, some difficult happens, the first thing you kind of say is like I can't wait till I get out to stay I want to start fresh I want to do something different I need a new scenery um so absolutely I wanted to move out of state um but I was kind of restricted with me having children so young and my support system being here in Wisconsin um so I never really you know after having kids it kind of went on a back burner but yeah it's look just last week Friday. I was telling someone, I "Can't wait till I leave the state. I ain't going nowhere no time soon." So, <laughs> so yeah, with you saying that you have kids, mm-hmm. is leaving still something that you want to do in the future? Maybe. So, my kids are really young right now. It wouldn't happen now. It would have to be like when my oldest is like, you know grade school pretty much um before I would do it just because I have such an amazing support system it's beyond me at this point (laughs) why that's so amazing yeah can't figure it out but um you know and it would have to be for a reason it it can't be the reason cannot be because I want to run away from my problems like I'm a little bit too old for that now mm-hmm. it would have to be because a better job opportunity or my future husband whatever you may be has a better job opportunity or something like that it, it won't be because I'm running from some type of problem yeah yeah I feel like with kids you, you have to definitely think about things before mm-hmm. you do it you know what I mean? Like, you can't just yeah. get up and be like, all right, kids, we're moving on Texas today. Like, you know, right. because we've even talked about this stuff. Like, you have talked about schools for the kids, like, stuff that I don't have to think about. You know right. what I mean? Right, yep. Like, like so, the community, like, yeah. do they have activities for the kids? Everything. 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 Like, you don't just think about you and, like, oh, what can I get into Right. down south or wherever right. I want to be, like... What yep. can my kids it's, get into? You know. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So. Yeah. You know, not right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely not right now. Cause now I'm back, and we got stuff to do. Uh, all right. All what right. What the bills so next say? Second. What the bills say? What's say? <laughs> That's my turn. Okay. <laughs> Be you here. <laughs> See how you like it. All right. So. Do you think that your life would be different if you had moved out of state? Yes. <laughs> so, if I would have went out of state for college, specifically, like, HBCU is what I would have moved out of state for. I wouldn't moved out of state to go to a PWI, which is a predominantly white institution. Um, you already been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> but, um... 
I feel like I def my life would have definitely been different because when I just feel like when you do move out of state, you just move differently. You're a little bit more protective of yourself because it's foreign to you. Um, so I do feel like, you know, I wouldn't have been so comfortable, like, you know, trusting people, trusting these men. <laughs> um, so I definitely think my life would have been different. And I mean, I think I would have enjoyed the experience of just being around black people and yeah, no, that would have been really dope, girl. When you hear like someone who goes to HBCU and they talk about their experience, you just you glow with them, like yeah, dang, I should have went, should have spent the money. The HBCUs are like you know little motherland. Yeah, that is <laughs> in such the a, U.S. <laughs> that we, is such we a can't th- have our. The real motherland right now, we'll just create our own little... That's a su- such a good way to put it, because when they be glowing when they come back, like, you know, and if they do leave, you know, early for whatever reason, you know, they get a little sad about it, they have regrets about it, like, mm-hmm. you know, I should have just probably pushed it out or stayed or whatever. Right. But, and those are probably the people who, like what you said, some people don't need to move out of state, mm-hmm. they probably more so those people, but listen... <laughs> I will mind. Right. Dana Kappa. <laughs> when I was young. Oh, okay. You were there. All right. <laughs> Listen. Well, so for the last and final question that I have for you, my friend. Yes. Which I feel like is a really important question. Um, definitely for some of our listeners, they may feel stuck mm-hmm. or like they can't get out of where they are mm-hmm. so how did you refrain from getting tunnel vision by staying where you grew up yeah so it's pretty simple I just always had a plan since the day I decided I was going to keep my daughter I had a plan and I had like multiple plans just in case that one fell through so, with me, like, having a plan to graduate college, me having a plan to find a better job, me having, like, it's it kept my mind on something. It kept my energy on something other than just realizing I'm stuck, quote-unquote, stuck here. Um, my whole thing is, it's like, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Like, nothing to do here. Yes, it is. How about you handle your business? If you're handling business, you always got something to do. Always got something to do if you're handling business. So, um, that's kind of how, like, you know, I adjusted to just staying here. Just minding my minding my business, taking care of business, and getting stuff done. Yeah, I definitely think that having a plan is super important. Yeah. Because, like you said, it keeps you focused. You don't have time to really concentrate on the negatives or what you aren't being a part of or mm-hmm. what you're missing out on. Yeah. Um, because you have things that you want to get accomplished. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about moving back. Like, I'm really excited mm-hmm. because I have a plan. Right. You know? And so I'm excited to see that plan come to fruition. That you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really focused. And I think that... Um, People definitely having a layout for their life will definitely help them. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Even if what you have planned out don't go accordingly, because I didn't plan to have kids. <laughs> but 
you know, I wouldn't change a thing. Like, right. okay, I had kids, so my plan went off a little bit. Okay, well, let's jump to plan C now because now I, I have kids, so I got to move differently. Right. So, and your life doesn't stop just because something happens. Right. No. It it might sit you down, humble you. Right. You it, just got to alter, you know, your plan a little bit. But you know what I'm saying? That's part of life, though. Right. In general. Stuff just don't go accordingly at all. So, you just gotta learn how to be adjustable. Yeah. Mhm. So I do have one last question for you. This is a fun one. Yes. Would you ever move out of the country? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. mean, I already thought about it. You know, with Kayla moving yeah. to Thailand I for like you guys six talking months about to it. a year. Uh huh. Um. So as long as I feel like I would move out of country as long as I have somebody else yeah. to make it <laughs> like comfortable for me Yeah, you know what I mean especially experiencing a whole new culture whole new people like, I definitely would want that one <laughs> thing that I'm used to one part of home yes yes absolutely and like you know one person that I can get along with and have until you know I make friends in the other country, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, like, that one person to do stuff with until we get comfortable enough doing it, you know? To get separately or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I personally can only move out of the country for, like, a month. <laughs> one, because I have kids, and I just don't know if I would want to move them out of their environment. I'm big on kids having structure and schedules. So, you know, moving out of the country is like completely changing their schedule um but so I would have to like leave my kids here that means I can only be gone for a month because I can't be away from my babies that long and then plus two I know me (laughs) I would get so (laughs) I would get so irritable like not being in like my home like my home but it would be your home if you no No. If you went over there and got like an apartment, it would be yours. So you could just leave the streets, <laughs> leave them people down there and just come to your apartment and just be in your space. I get what you're saying, but like the whole like adjusting to like their culture and yeah. it'd be hard. I know it'd be hard for me. Yeah, you're not, you are a patient person, but I feel like you, with some things, you got a lower tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that. Well, neither. I just also. I don't know. I'm a. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm the type of person that likes. What you like? The same exactly. routine. Mm-hmm. I like routine and. I don't know. I know me. Listen, I just know me, and I know <laughs> that like I'm trying to think of a tradition that would like. <laughs> I can't even help you with that one. Like, that would just drive me crazy. Like, dog, like, why? Why? Like, in some countries, women can't drive. Like, why? Well, you just don't go to those countries. You want me to walk everywhere? (laughs) Nah, I'm like, I'm too independent for that. Or, like... You don't really like having real restrictions. I guess... To a certain point. Yeah, to a certain point. I think I just... I'm accustomed to being a spoiled ass American. Yeah. We all are. <laughs> so, so we all they would have been like, yeah, you got to wear something over your face because you're a woman. I would have been like, 
I just go back to America and wear the mask. Because, <laughs> you know, I, uh-huh. <laughs> I complain over there trying to wear my mask. Yeah. Y'all wear your mask. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> mask save lives. All right. <laughs> well, y'all, that will conclude our very first episode. Thank y'all so much for tuning in and listening. We appreciate it. We are so excited to finally get this off of the ground. Yes. So make sure that y'all follow us on Instagram and Facebook at LifeCheck12Podcast. One and two are spelled out completely. Also, we want to get y'all involved in the episode. So we're asking the listeners if y'all have any funny life experiences, any sad life experience, any real life checks up in here. Um, share them with us. We want to talk about it and, you know, discuss maybe what we would have done differently or how we agree. Um, so you can do that by either DM DM what DM in us private messaging us or even emailing us at lifecheck12 podcast at gmail.com my girl yes <laughs> so do that so we can include you guys in our episodes and be one big happy family okay yes y'all make sure that y'all spell out the one and two please yes o n e t w o that part <laughs> y'all didn't know how to spell it there you go yay <laughs> so, so oh Go ahead. No, so next week? Next week. Y'all tune in next week, Tuesday, for episode two. We will be talking about the new norms of dating. The ghetto. The ghetto. You know, with corona going around, what are, like, what's the new adjustments going to be as far as going on dates, interacting with somebody? Y'all don't want to know what I've been through, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> we're going to talk about we it. We're going to talk about so it. So, y'all tune in next week, Tuesday. See y'all. Bye.